Hello. Hello. Nailed it. We did it. We're on it. Here we are. (laughs) This is it. This is it. This is the podcast. Mm, Yeah. Uh, How's everybody doing? How's uh, lockdown? Locked up abroad? (laughs) Locked up? I don't know. Locked up. I'm abroad. Locked up. Uh, Tell everyone about my poncho. Oh my god! Okay, so we get on we get on our Facetime, and I see Nicole looks so cozy. She's got like this like gorgeous plaid situation happening, like a really nice like subtle like Burberry esque plaid happening. Um, and I'm like, oh my god, you look so like chic and cozy at the same time. And then she stands up, and it's a fucking poncho. With a goddamn Paul Frank onesie underneath it. <laughs> like early 2000s fashions. Oh my, yeah. It's like everything early 2000s, like including the fake Burberry poncho that I got at Costco. Also, I feel like when I wear it, I like, I've been, when I walk, I like, I like sway my arms, like very like, Pers- like, like Stevie Nicks, <laughs> or I th- I feel like I'm really channeling in this, if you will, Grace from Grace and Frankie. Okay, okay. I feel like oh, I have a beachfront property. Mm, like you could be riding, wearing riding boots with it. Yeah, and, and like I live in have La Jolla. Sh- yeah, and you have like a chic like Birkin bag or something. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, and like. A younger than me, but still old daddy, uh, Peter Gallagher. Mm. So I have my own Peter. He's not Peter Gallagher yet, but we're working on that. Oh, he's your Peter is is aging like a fine. Oh, he is. I know. He looks great. Also, his hair has grown out more right now. Mm. So it's like it's nice. Like he has a little curl coming through. There's like body in his hair. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, DJ. I'm going to have to cut his hair soon. He usually gets his hair cut like every three weeks or something. Wow. Yeah, he has to because his hair grows so fast. He should grow it out. Oh, no. It's not good. Oh. It's like, I mean, it's fine. It's just like, it's just like a lot of fucking hair and it's like, he needs to tame that shit. And oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to trim it up a little bit. This is, I feel really bad for what's going to happen, but you know. Um. P.S. Uh, I you blew up DJ Spot last week a little bit. I'm gonna blow it up this week because he was yeah. a guest on my local radio show this week, and I learned. And he saved this story for last, and it was I was dying today. I don't even it. know what he, I don't even know what he. Oh, bitch! You know this. He had a fucking earring in high school. Oh, oh yeah. And he oh. People should listen to the show unless they unless it's already over. Probably it is uh, by the time you're listening to this. But also, I'll just tell you, DJ got as a gift in high school from his friend's mom a cubic zirconium like earring stud fake diamond earring, and he didn't even have his ears <laughs> pierced. So he went and got fucking ears pierced to wear it. I was dying everything about it is like so not him okay when we first started dating you know we were like you know hooking up and stuff and I'd like spend the night or whatever and one of the first nights like we spent the night together I was just like looking 
at, you know, I'm just like laying in bed. Yeah. So great. You're like close to him in a way you've never been physically close. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking at him and I notice the like little divot where you could tell he had a pierced ear. And I was like, um, (laughs) did you have a pierced ear? (laughs) Like full, my voice full of disgust. And he's like, yeah, like so embarrassed. And I was just like, oh man. Uh, and then he's like, I got made fun of it so much, but but I was just, I was totally kidding. I was just like, yeah, yeah. I was just busting his chops big time well it's not that big a deal for people to have that like who cares like no, if you who want cares? but like his personality and the vibes he gives off and no. what he looks like and everything about him does not indicate pierced ear no. so to ha- to like be talking to him about this and him revealing that and then being like oh i also wore like flat build kind of crooked like hats and stuff <laughs> i was like Oh, who are you? Yeah. I feel like so close to him now. <laughs> he was he was a lost soul for so long, uh, yeah. fashion wise, and he finally figured it out when he got older. Anyway, oh, Deej, what oh a what a what a gem. Oh, <laughs> his ear. Yeah, uh, that's fun. That's fun. You did a whole radio show with Deej. I, I know. can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I, it's very fun. I had to cut so much. We just like talked and talked. And it was very fun and funny and just, like, so many things I didn't know. You know, it's, like, a fun way to get to know people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did not disappoint. So it was great. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when I was on, I I, I uh, remembered stories and maybe told you stories that maybe oh, you didn't even know. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah 100%. 100%. Like the one that I, where I pissed myself on camera when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that, that was, was great. great! Oh great! Um, um what else? Yeah, that's I. I really, you know, I I don't even want to say that I have anything fucked up because it's just who cares anymore? Nothing, nothing I matters. <laughs> I got this weird. It looks like a hickey, but it I got like a bug bite oh, in yeah. my sleep, and it like because it's on my neck, it's like so such a sensitive area, and I keep just like moisturizing it. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, really dry and, like, crusty. It's so gross. And that's my fucked up thing. It's, like, not even that bad. It's, like, I don't know. Yeah, you just put some Benadryl cream on that shit. Oh, that's good. It's not even itchy, but it's just very red and dry. Yeah, it's irritated. So yeah. It's irritated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I got to say, I, my, I don't want to say – it's not a fucked up of yeah. the week. It's just uh, – I want to – I just want to shout out Zoom calls. Oh, Yeah. We did our uh, Passover Seder with our mm-hmm. uh, DJ's entire family, basically. Uh, we did, like, the first section of the Seder with his his whole extended family, basically. Mm-hmm. And then we did, like, a more condensed um, version of Passover with, like, a smaller crew of family uh-huh. on, a, on a separate Zoom call. It was really nice. And the same day, we had a birthday party <gasps> oh. for, for our friend Justin, who oh my God. also lives in Long Beach. And it was just, it was really sweet. I, I cried after. You <laughs> did? Like, I know. Yeah, it's hard. Was, it's so, I just miss I people. Miss people. <laughs> I know. I know. That was hard, too, because a few of our friends that we haven't seen in person were on there. And I was telling Pete right after, like, it's weird that, like, 
these can't be like maybe they will after this but like it's weird that stuff like this can't be normalized because I feel like sometimes so much pressure to like go out and hang out with people but it's Mm. so nice to have it concentrated to like a 30 minute call and Mm -hmm. you could just both be in your own houses and it doesn't take up a lot of time and it's not this whole to do and you're just like checking in with each other and yeah, it, it is like a, a really – it takes a lot of like social anxiety out of a, yeah. the equation, I think, in a lot of ways. Like you can literally just be in your pajamas, in your Paul Frank uh, onesie, if you will. Whoop, whoop. Oh, that's That was <laughs> – that was the surprise and delight that I wasn't ready for under that poncho. Because <laughs> I looked um, like an old classy lady and then yeah. I am a child underneath. <laughs> yeah. It's very confusing. You know how there's like kids in a trench coat? I'm like kids in a poncho. <laughs> kids in a classy lady poncho. I'm kids in a classy lady Burberry fake poncho. So that's fun. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, the the there's some weird things happening with my my brain it's just it's so nice to see friends I, I hadn't seen some of those friends oh my god on that zoom call years for years yeah. um but yeah so it's a weird time right now we're all we're all getting through it the best we can and yeah. uh hope you are hanging in there as well mm-hmm. dear listener mm-hmm. you you angels also i don't know if we said this i feel like maybe we missed this but this is dude that's fucked up the podcast. Oh yeah. I mean. I mean. Whatever well, though. Who cares? I mean, you're already yeah. invested at this point, so just keep listening. I was thinking, I was like, uh, you know, all the banter before we get into our topic. It's like when you look up a recipe uh yeah. and you're just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just get to the fucking <laughs> tell me what ingredients I need. I don't I don't care that you went on a trip to fucking Cambodia five years ago and this is inspired by that fucking oh. goddamn elephant reserve that you went to or some bull you know what I mean oh it's my god like- and it's like a picture of like your salt dish and then like a bunch of cilantro and then it's like an ad for something I've yeah. been looking for obviously targeting and stuff and then it's like another picture of like a tomato yeah and it talk, and then somehow it talks about like your I don't know I some other bullshit. I don't, yeah. yeah, but that's basic. I understand. Okay, but also I understand. <laughs> also, this is my favorite part of the podcast, and also this is a comedy podcast. And like, yes, we kind of do research on topics that we pick, mm. but also like, it's not great. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I looked at like Ranker and um, ParadeMagazine.com for my research mm. today, so like that tells you everything. Okay. Um, yeah. Same. <laughs> I, I went down. I went down a couple separate rabbit holes though, where I just like get so off topic when I'm researching yeah. things. Follow the I, fun. You have to follow what's fun. You know. I I ended up reading about fucking Alexander Dumas for like <laughs> thirty minutes, and I was like, oh shit, what am I doing? I was reading about the fucking. Okay. Have you ever read Can of Monte Cristo? No, because I've literally – that is one of my favorite movies, the one with yeah. Jim Caviezel or whatever, Jesus. Yeah. Um, Jesus, yeah. And Guy – not Fieri. Richie? No. <laughs> no, not Guy. Oh, yeah. He's hot. I love him. Um, guy from Memento. Guy. I mean, there's not that many guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's his name? I don't God know. damn it. People are probably so mad. That's like his hottest movie, though. Um 
Uh, Pierce. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Okay. Him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, and I've gone and tried to buy this book so many times in like the Barnes and Noble Classics section. And like, I will pick it up and I'll start reading it just to be like, can I get into this? And it is so dense and dry and it's such a big fucking book. I'm like, I'll just yeah. watch the movie. <laughs> well, the movie is like a fraction of the story. I bet. The actual story. It's like yeah. the, all the like twists and turns it takes. Like, they don't even have half of the fucking. What all the bad storyline? Yeah, it's crazy. Like he, it's wild. I need you know what I need. I need someone to like do an updated retelling of it and like mm-hmm. cut the fat. Well, well, what needs to happen is it needs to be made into a mini, like a like a mini series. <gasps> yes, yes. Like any dense story like that needs to happen because it's it's very um very intricate storytelling and it's all fun stuff because it's like yeah. it it's like revenge and that's the those are the best stories so it's like i want to see all the painstaking like like work that goes into getting his revenge exactly and the motivations behind it and like how and why he's so pissed off um totally and i think i think that that movie does a a nice fun a fun job of it and Mm -hmm. tells it in a way that's like entertaining but there it's the actual story is totally different so the reason i'm talking about uh, this whole dumb side story is because Dumas. Was- this whole Dumas side story. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you got it. Is <laughs> <laughs> because our topic today is about uh, alter egos. Yeah, specifically alter egos in music. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. So uh, before we get to that, I just wanted to talk about the, kind of the the background the. The purpose of an alter ego, really? Oh, good. Okay. Where I, it comes from? Yeah, I'm. That's a question I have. What's the purpose? What's the point? You know? I think there's there's a many there's many uh, reasons for it, but mm-hmm. it's there's one. It, it the word alter e or the words alter ego comes from the Latin for the other I. Mm. Uh, so that means the alternative self which is believed to be distinct from a person's normal or true original personality. Okay. So um, a good example in literature, aside from, uh, well, I, I guess Count of Monte Cristo is an example of having an alter ego, whereas uh, uh, what's his name? goes and becomes a can of Monte Cristo. He's like a normal dude and then he like gets a bunch of money and he becomes this other person. But the main literary example mm. uh, before I went down that rabbit hole is uh, <laughs> Robert Louis Stevenson's uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm. That's like something everybody knows and it's it's a, it's a very representative of the exploration of that concept of the alter ego, uh, alter ego which is that good and evil can exist within one person and they could constantly be at war with each other. Yeah. So it's the duality of, of a person. Yeah. Cause and, the, and complexity of a person. The Count of Monte Cristo is kind of like a, um, like a, a superficial alter ego. Or it's like not even an alter ego. It's like a new like identity. Like he's not even like he, you know, it's like he went into like witness protection or something and he just has a new identity. And it's like he has to do that because everyone thinks he's dead. 
Yeah, but he reinvented himself on his own terms. Like he could true, have true. easily just like fucked off and not reappeared. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So that's like kind. Those are all kind of um, some literary examples, classic literary examples. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in comic books, that's one of the main driving narratives. Um, superheroes oh. and their secret secret identities. Those are considered alter egos. Oh, so like okay. Su- Superman assumes the identity of the mild-mannered newspaper reporter Clark Kent so that he can function in normal society and but yet he has this other completely different person and persona. Um and then Bruce Banner who's uh who's Hulk, he 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 can't really control that but he also needs the Hulk to combat villains and whatever story he's in Mm -hmm. um and then there's batman and bruce wayne you get it yeah it's like in 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 terms of like superhero and and comic book uh lore yeah and then we have like pop culture creations like uh hannah montana miley cyrus yeah uh and then edward norton brad pitt and fight club um it's so like Okay, this is what is hard for me because, like, alter ego, yeah, it's, like, such a – it's a little bit, like, of a nebulous thing to me because – or maybe just because it has so many different meanings. But, like, Mm -hmm. for me, like, I don't know, like, Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus, like, what – I never really watched that. We were too old. By the time it, Mm -hmm. like, came around, we weren't watching the Disney Channel. Um, Yeah. So, but, like, I know her dad was in it and played her dad, right? And so was Hannah Montana, like, her actual alter ego? Or is it just that she was, like, playing a character that had an alter ego? Was she, like, playing a version of herself? Yeah, like, her name, she she was, like, Miley something else in the the show. okay. It was, like, it was all fake. It was all... Yeah. she, She was, yeah, playing somebody different, but then also playing, yeah... Is, oh. It was on a very meta level, I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is like every pop star's, like, we'll talk about some of these in a few, in a little bit, because we ha- are looking at, like, a lot of musicians, and I feel like a lot of, like, pop starlets have ha- have developed, like, alter egos and, like, talked about them at some point because of, like, just the role you have to play as a public figure, and then, like, right. the role you feel you want to play as a person and having your own identity. So you have to, like, kind of funnel your personality yeah. to, like, venues. But also, okay, Hannah Montana was fine, but, like, if I had an alter ego and was, like, a pop star, my alter ego would have better wigs. A hundred percent. Oh, my God. Oh, my. It Those was just, wigs like, were trash. And, like, with bangs? Like, I don't know. It's, like... I didn't like it. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, but I think I would argue that um in terms of alter egos in real life, yeah. musicians musicians and pop star like any any kind of musician who is a public figure are those we're talking about literary literary alter egos are the ones we just kind of reference, but yeah. I think pop pop music and and just musicians in general those are the true real life alter egos that you you see a, a persona out on the stage, but that might not be the person in real life. And then they build upon that by making a totally different stage yeah. performer who is totally different from the actual performer themselves. 
Oh, sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like you when you meet somebody who you think, I don't know, you see you see like a, a actor or something and they might not be exactly what you think they yeah. are. And it's like disappointing or it's weird or whatever. <gasps> oh my like gosh. That's, that's, a, that's a thing. I have a perfect example of this. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, because like they are creating personas. Like mm-hmm. – it, it, and also, like, when you're an actor, you're creating a new one every time you play a different role. Right. And people get used to that. And I really loved the character Schmidt, played by Max Greenfield on New Girl. Did mm-hmm. you? Um, I'm not sure if you watched that. But he was, like, very funny and just, like, oh, I was, like, this guy is so funny. Kind of a bro. Yeah, yeah, Kind yeah. of a bro. And, and I was, like, oh, he's probably not a bro in real life, but this guy's funny. And then I went to a a screening of a movie he did with Sally Field and I uh he like did a Q&A afterward and he was really really like not I just was expecting him to be like way more jovial and jokey mm-hmm. and he was like pretty serious and like mm. I was like oh I'm kind of bummed but like duh he's not like you, the that's new girl your, guy. yeah that's yeah. your your expectation of him and it's yeah. just hard to like you know, this is a, this is a human being. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, but it's very important, I think, for musicians, especially to have these kind of personas because you are, you're doing a stage performance. You're, you're a vaud, you're vaudeville, you know, you are doing the extreme, uh, putting yourself out there and like actors, whatever you have the, the ability to be kind of, uh, propped up by whatever mu- movie magic that you might have and in, uh, in the other actors that you are acting with. And but, everyone knows you're acting. Whereas like when you're, you're a acting. musician, people are thinking these are your feelings because you wrote and are performing this song. This is your like point of view. This is who you are. But it, But you're still like a puppet in some ways. Yeah. And every time you go and perform on stage, you – you're performing something that you've sung oh, yeah. a million times before. Um, so you have to make it new and fresh every time that you perform. That's why some people are really good at performing live yeah. and some people aren't that great. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. And then when you reach, a, a, I think, an apex of being a fucking super pop star or just extremely famous person uh, – you gotta. I think it's like a a form of like self preservation to make sure you don't go absolutely batshit insane yeah. while you're trying to put yourself out there in this like really really intense way. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's just that's just my feelings. So that being said, we're gonna get into some of the uh, best worst alter egos of all time. Yeah, I think, and uh, and especially in, in music, not. Not yeah. necessarily anything else. I feel like we'll talk about the best, we'll talk about the worst, and then we have some others and we'll have to categorize them because I don't yeah. know where they fall. You know what I mean? I'm not sure yet. I'm on the fence. But the best, sure. 100% agree. 100% agree. The best by far that's ever ever done it has to be David Bowie. Oh, my God. Um, so many alter egos so like talk about reinventing yourself and like channeling very uh specific like vibes into your projects and just like living as that for a while oh yeah every every album he did he had a new persona essentially we I think the three best known 
personas, though, or his his best alter egos um, are Ziggy Stardust. Yes. Aladdin Sane. Amazing. And then White Duke. Those oh are God. all super – but he had at least 10 other ones. Every time he'd do a new album, he had a different mm-hmm. persona, like Young Americans era, like uh, his 90s shit. Like he was, he was oh, different yeah. in, in every era, so. Even his um, last album, like before he – passed on was like i think like starman or something like he had black star black star yeah yeah and he was yeah he was he was transitioning into the end of his life and that was was very intentional it was its own alter ego yeah why it was all so so intentional and he was tilda swinton too like it was like everything that was like he was finishing his transition into tilda swinton for the rest of his life you know what i mean i love it oh my god um but yeah, I don't think – I think that kind of like set the bar for a lot of uh, musicians to yeah. have seen this, this level of dedication to each persona oh. that he took on. And no one's fucking come close. Not – no one has come close. I mean, Jareth the Goblin King, he yeah. he was – he Everyone and no one fucking became a goblin. <laughs> he became a fucking goblin. He became a fucking goblin. He became a fucking king. He fucking we, he went places we don't even know about. Yeah. Okay. He okay. Went, when he when he was the thin white duke, all he the only things he consumed that entire era was red peppers, milk, and cocaine. Yeah. Period. That is known. <sighs> we did he a whole episode on him. Yeah. Right? Did we? Early, early on. Yeah, I think oh, so. Man. Just because we love him so much. But yeah, yeah, he, that shit was wild. He, well, I mean, he's just like doing, he's, he is, he was fully living each and every thing that he was, every album he was doing. Also, it's so genius if you're someone who is that talented, like, to, to almost compartmentalize these things because what happens I feel like is that you be you get to chase your creative whims if you're Mm -hmm. kind of like putting it into a little box and then Mm -hmm. your labels and stuff people start to trust you and then you Mm. get to be you know you get to explore and like how and and just like unleash your creativity in these lanes and then if they fail well, you just move on to the next one. It's not like, oh, David Bowie failed. It's like, oh, this was a failed project where yeah. he was like trying to or do not, the same. Or not his, not his best era right, or, right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's when creativity really pops off is when there's there's some kind of constriction placed on, you, you know, you, you put yourself in this like – because I think oh, when yeah. you just have un- unlimited uh, – horizons you're just like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yeah it's too overwhelming (laughs) that that for that is how creativity works for me Mm -hmm. at least same um okay we're gonna go from the best to straight into the worst the most (sighs) this is oh my god I I think I we were originally intending to do an entire episode about this (laughs) but like I I can't talk too long about this honestly and this Aaron and I like honestly maybe we're gonna have our very first podcast fight right now because I wholeheartedly disagree a hundred percent on this that it's the worst yeah I think it's amazing oh it's incredible oh okay 
It's just the worst because it's like dumb. I guess. Okay. It, okay. Uh, I think I can. <laughs> okay, you guys. <laughs> I asked. I asked DJ if he remembered this, and he absolutely had no idea what I was what? talking about. Oh yeah. my! I can't get the picture out of my mind. No. I can't like. I once I thought of this, I cannot unsee it. And I started no. watching the documentary or like, oh, my uh, God. Oh, my God. OK, just say it. Just say it. OK. Do you guys remember when Garth Brooks <laughs> became Chris Gaines? <laughs> the emo cowboy. Dude, first of all, you, you might want to just I'm going to go ahead and say, pause this podcast. Yeah. Go find on the Internet. <laughs> The VH1 Behind the Music episode of uh, Chris Gaines. Find that. Watch it. It's like 45 minutes. It's it's very important to your life, I promise. Um, basically, okay, let's set the scene. Yeah. Um, it's 1999. <laughs> You're right. Okay. We're juniors in high school. We're juniors in high school. Bleep that out. <laughs> Stop. Were we sophomores? Juniors? Oh, sophomores. Fuck, fuck. Well, we were sophomores for half the year and then juniors for the other half. Yeah. Jesus. We're, we're in high school at some point yeah. in time. We're like approaching high school. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> 1999. Um, I was just born. <laughs> my God. You were you're so young. I was an egg in my mother's uterus. <laughs> A twinkle in your father's eye. <laughs> um, the country music singer Garth Brooks decided yeah. he mega needed, superstar, mega superstar. I mean, "Rope in the Wind," one of the greatest albums of mm-hmm. all time. Okay, truly. Um, not a huge country fan, but Garth Brooks, a genius, a <laughs> fucking genius. Okay, he, calm down. We just called David Bowie a genius. Oh, okay, in terms of country music, all right. He, <laughs> he's uh, he's great. He's great. We love. We, we he's love competent. He's competent. Okay. He's competent. Um, <laughs> he decides I need an alter ego. He creates uh, his new persona, Chris Gaines. Yeah. He. Uh, I don't know how this happened, but he has a whole entire backstory for his alter ego. Um, and does a VH1 behind the music episode for it. It's like a whole, it's like, it's, it's fake. It's not real. It's a whole spoof. Um, it had to have been a marketing ploy. Like it had to have been like, like basically branded content, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so much work for this, uh, (laughs) album that he was going to put out. It is I, so much work. Like there are like there's like flashback footage of him where they clearly had to photoshop him to be thinner and like there's like it's uh, wild. It's, it is wild. I watched maybe 10 minutes of it on like v- Vimeo, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What?" And excuse me, there are cameos from actual like what's his name? Music Billy Joel. industry. Oh my music god. Music industry like musicians, They're real people. music yeah. Like the people who like music producers, like and they're like, oh, I knew Chris Gaines was going to be a star. Yeah, and it's just like they're they're acting, obviously. Yeah. Uh, 
So, but the fake backstory for Chris Gaines is just very over the top. So the short version is he is the only child of an Olympic swimmer mother and an emotionally unavailable father. Uh, he was he was this high school dropout. Um, he started a band called Crush in the 80s with his best friend Tommy Levitz, uh, which fell apart after he Levitz died in a fiery plane crash. Oh, God. Um, then uh, grieving Chris Gaines was forced to make a solo album, which topped the charts. <laughs> but then his manager stole his money, his father died of cancer, and Gaines was horribly disfigured in a car crash. Yeah. <laughs> also, also on top of all that, he is a massive sex addict. Uh, and at some point, a wildfire destroys his house. I don't know. It's so much of it's, it's so it's much. like a whole it's it's a whole entire backstory that is so intense and um there's a whole fucking I, I still I can't get over the fact that there's a whole ass VH1 behind the music episode and it's fake <laughs> it's like okay clearly oh also it's like he wasn't a country singer in his fake right he was like no. rock it's like he, he was like wanted rock. to rock okay all of this feels very like Motley Crue behind the music yeah. and obviously he wanted to be like a rock star and wanted the infamy and the women and stuff and just never got that because he was like frumpy Garth Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like I never realized what kind like how angular his nose was oh you know? wait you don't think that's makeup or a prosthetic no, no. It like when you look at side by side pictures, it's just like the way his facial hair and his hair hair are. I don't oh, know. interesting. Okay, I'm gonna it, look again. Wait, is that I a mean, good thing, or you just were like didn't notice? I, like it's not good I or bad. Just, no, it's it's fine. I yeah, just, yeah. Anyway, um, and then I don't know. Like this whole, it, I just can't get over the whole VH1 behind me. And he also performed on SNL, so he hosted oh, SNL. Yeah. As, as Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks, and then mu- was the musical performer Chris Gaines. As Chris Gaines, I fucking remember, do you remember that? that. I, I remember do too. that. That is wild. Yeah. And I feel like at the time I was like, "Wait, is that the same guy?" But I wasn't sure, and I didn't care. And oh yeah, I just uh, like was whatever. But yeah. Also, okay, when he came out as Chris Gaines, like. They tried to hide it for a while, right? Like, it wasn't immediately... People immediately weren't like, Chris Gaines is Garth Brooks. That was, like, revealed later, right? Yeah, I think people were like, what is happening here? This is confusing. Yeah, and he then, looks like Garth Brooks and kind of sounds like him. I think it was, like, known, but also, like, they weren't... They were being very coy about it, and it was, like, yeah. a very... It was, like, a whole silly thing. It was, like, sir... This is obviously you. <laughs> sir, Mr. Brooks, sir. Um, also, the internet wasn't like a huge thing yet. Mm-mm. So so there wasn't people kind of calling it out. Like PR was able to control the narrative. So I feel like yeah, it kind yeah. of got pushed along for a little bit. And then people were like, wait, I think that's – oh, yeah, that's Garth Brooks. Yeah, yeah. That's so, emo Garth Brooks. <laughs> I just – I highly recommend you either – you at least Google a picture of Chris Gaines mm-hmm. – um, side by side with Garth Brooks. It's it's just so funny. And then uh watch yeah. the watch the VH1 behind the music episode if you can. It's find so it. wild. It's like a 45 minute 
poor man's spinal tap or something. I don't know. It's it's just so wild. Oh my god. I okay, yeah. Oh my. What is it? Okay, but they had to have photoshopped his face. I'm I'm looking I, yeah. at the album artwork and just like how thin his face looked and like how it's like young very angular. He looked. Yeah. yeah I it's know, like, no, he doesn't look like that. So I don't know. Also, I, yeah, they just made him look oh wait, we didn't even mention the fucking worst part. He had a fucking flavor saver under his bottom oh my lip. God. Just like a little triangle tuft of facial hair. And his hair his hair hair on his head is obviously a wig, but it's like super jet black and it's like flat ironed. And then yeah, like greased like, and it's like pointy. It's like points of bangs. It's so early 2000, oh, late yeah. 90s, early 2000, like pickup artist-esque yes. everything. Magician, emo. Oh, yeah. Like you, it's like so many, so many emo, so many magicians, so many pickup artist vibes coming from this man's facial hair alone. Like you can't, yeah, oh, 100%. You like can't see anything but his face, but you can tell that like the fisherman knitted sweater that he's wearing, his sleeves are too long. Like they're covering his hands. And they're frayed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, And like his jeans are flared, obviously. Obviously. Oh my God. Uh, so that's Chris Gaines. Please, if you've never heard of this fucking shit before. It's so fun. Please look into it. Um, so those are like the best and the worst. Uh-huh. David, we went from David Bowie to Chris Gaines. Yeah. Um, or to Garth Brooks, I should say. Uh, but let's talk about some other well-known alter egos in, in pop music. Oh, yeah. Let's, I mean, there's so many. I, and there's it's so like, many. we don't really know where these fall. So we'll talk about it as we go. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I think anything. Okay. It's funny because we're saying Chris Gaines was the worst, but also like he set the bar so high in terms of like the work he put in to creating this alter ego that everyone we're going to talk about right now. I'm like, that's just a nickname. <laughs> I know. Do you know what I mean? Like I know, I know, I agree. Okay, good. I agree. Okay. I agree. Um, I mean, you can't think of alter ego without thinking of Beyonce and Sasha oh, Fierce. A hundred percent. I mean, like she named a whole album. I am Sasha Fierce, and she like went on Oprah and stuff. I was watching clips of her on Oprah talking about Sasha Fierce, and she was like. Just, like, basically saying that, like, oh, my, like, alter ego takes over when I go on stage. Like, I put my stilettos on, I hear the crowd, and, like, Sasha Fierce takes over. And it's... It's It's so corny. It's It's so so corny. corny. I feel like there should be a rule that celebrities never talk about their alter egos. Like, you could say it has a name, but then stop. But she did a whole, like, tours of this because she named a whole album after it. Yeah, she's, like, really leaning into this, like... um, I mean, and like I said, I, I do think this is, like, necessary for people who are performers. Yeah it's, yeah. it's such a – it's, like, you have to compartmentalize some of this shit sometimes to, like, get yourself – especially, I think she had, like, a lot of issues with stage fright, and I think this is something that helped her mm. get over it and be a better performer, so – Oh, that's do what you Do whatever you got to do, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she, w- she was quoted as saying that – um uh, I have someone else that takes over when it's time for me to work and when I'm on stage, this alter ego that I've created that kind of protects me and who I really am. 
And but also this is where um I mean I think like the men are affected somewhat just because you don't get to be who you actually are. You ha- there's so many people controlling your career when you like are at such a level of fame that you know you're never you never get to 100% be yourself all the time and like you have mm-hmm. a persona that is who you are as a performer. But I think women get it worse, especially like Beyonce who started her career when she was like a teenager mm-hmm. and then, you know, like grew through this time when usually like we're finding ourselves and like mm-hmm. we're doing like we're being like naughty or whatever. We're being like sassy ladies. But we have the space and ability to do yeah, that. Because we don't, we we're don't. not under a microscope. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I feel like for her maybe it was like well, women aren't allowed to be like strong and sexy and sweet mm-hmm. and sassy or whatever. And it's like she kind of has to compartmentalize that because in interviews she is very sweet and like, you know, it's, it's like – She's very, very like soft-spoken. And, yeah. And, yeah. But it's like I don't think she is like that. I think that's almost like an alter ego for being on like the talk show circuit because I think we've seen the documentary. She's like a fucking businesswoman. She knows what she's doing. She's in charge of her like. But I I, I think she grew into that because oh, yeah. she was able to to work through those things oh, by having this persona. Oh, you know, okay. And became more comfortable in her own skin. Sure. Later, uh, and who she is now. Uh, okay, next pop star. Oh, my God. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Or Christina, but ex-Tina. It's ex-Tina. Yeah. (laughs) This was... Okay, first of all, Beyonce's alter ego, not maybe a half step to the left. It's not that big of a diversion of who she already was, you know? Like, she grew at a progression that was, like, digestible. Christina, ex-Tina, on the other hand, fucking came out of left field on fire with no pants on, and she's like, (laughs) bitch, I'm here. on. (laughs) She's fucking wearing chaps. She's greased up. She is suntanned to the color of an anus. She has (laughs) white people dreadlocks. She is... Not wearing underwear. Her nipples are pierced. Her nose is pierced. Everything's pierced. We can't even see all the piercings. And she's like, <laughs> I'm ex-Tina, bitch. And you're just like, where's the genie in a bottle, girl? She's out. Oh, she, <laughs> this one. I think this woman ate her. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just, she really just popped off dude and good for her and again like it's just what we were talking about it's that age she was at it's that time in her life where you're wanting to try new things and you're growing as a person and you're not sure like how it's gonna play out we've all had that but hers was just public and also I feel like when she first came out people were like what the fuck and like we're very very rude about her appearance, about how she was holding herself, about everything. But the album that she made was so fucking good. I think still, she won like Grammys and shit for it. Oh, still, it's one of the best. I have chills. All the songs on that album, like, oh my god. Okay, so the album was called Stripped. The songs were dirty, fucking A banger, banger. That song slaps, as the young people say. Um, <laughs> 
uh, Fighter was on there. Beautiful, which was Ugh. like a fucking... Oh my God, she just came out in what support of the LGBTQ community. She like put like men kissing in her video. It was like extremely out of its time. Oh my God, so ahead of its just at the right time, but also ahead of its yeah. time. Yeah, well, um, yeah, it was, it should have just been in time. It's in general. the time. Yeah, it's yeah. the time. She helped move it along though, you know what I mean? Like she like was normalizing things. That song is so haunting. It's so good. It's like so emotional. At this point, it's hard to hear it because I just feel like it's been everywhere and I hear it. And, and I like, just think of Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, ugh. But then I'm like, oh, but this song is really good. But it's like they played it too much on 94.7 The Wave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um. Anyway, so clearly like this was a break from her bubblegum pop career. Yeah. Um. Her hair was jet black. She like tattooed her nickname on her neck. Um. I feel like this was very poignant in my life because this was like a, I was coming into like a similar time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I had like mo- this album was the soundtrack to like when I moved out of my house like my parents' house for the first time <laughs> and I lived with our friend Sandra for 6 months. That was all I could take and I gained like 30 <laughs> pounds. I ate at Jack in the Box so much and uh I cut all my hair off because I wanted Mandy Moore's haircut <laughs> from uh Candy. <laughs> No, from oh, um No, that was like way long ago. She was in like an indie film. Remember she had like short hair? Oh, uh Saved? No, it was before that. Oh. It's like Oh, not- a walk to remember? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're okay. talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But we but don't I know the movie. Remember. But she's wearing a striped yeah. shirt in the mm-hmm. promo or whatever, and it's like yeah. her friend gets pregnant. And then, like, the friend's boyfriend gets hit by a car and dies, and then she, like, helps the friend raise a baby. It's an indie film. Anyway, um, I her hair was so cute, and I was like, oh, I want a Manny Moore haircut, but, like, a little bit longer. And I went to, like, one of those places where, like, people learn to cut hair. Oh, yeah. And I got it cut there, and they cut it all off. And then I was like, oh, this is not cute. Oops. And my hair was curly. I have curly hair. So we I had know. to, like, straighten it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if people don't know because they're listening – Anyway, it was a bad idea. So anyway, I was going through like my bad alter ego. (laughs) I was going through my like frumpier, fatter alter ego at that time. And like just like really um, trying to figure life out. But Christina was like really excelling at. She she was getting you through it. Her face always looked dirty because the fake tanner. Oh my god, not good. <laughs> she inspired so much of the look of the early of like the oh. early to mid two thousands. Fucking like, bleach blonde on top, jet like black the on the bottom, stripe. Oh yeah. My oh my god, and it was bad. So we have her to blame for that, but we yeah, have her to I thank for her. the good music. So true, true, true. Who okay, else? this one fucking blew my mind. Mm. Okay, you know the song "Hot, Hot, Hot." By Buster Poindexter. Is that feeling hot, hot, hot? hot, hot, hot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That song was done by, okay, first of all, Buster Poindexter, not a real person. Let's let, that is the, that is the alter ego. (gasps) This dude was David Johansson, who was the lead singer of the New York Dolls. What? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I did not know this. Oh my Uh, God. Also, 
Also, he was the ghost of Christmas past in Scrooge, like the taxi driver. What? Yeah. With Bill Murray, that one? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I know exactly the character you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, he scared me as a child. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because his oh, teeth yeah. are all like fucked up. Dude, fucking, I, this whole, the, this whole, Buster Poindexter is was, a New York is doll. The, is the New York, is the lead singer of the New York Dolls. Whoa. The fucking proto-punk band, the New York Dolls. And here that is guy this guy doing like saying, pop rap. Yeah, he did hot, 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 do, 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 do. Like the song that plays on every cruise ship. <laughs> yeah. Every carnival <laughs> commercial. <laughs> yeah, every carnival commercial in the 90s, like. And now uh, they had they didn't retire that song. <laughs> no, it's still it's still going. So that was that was a trip. Like I I don't know how I never knew that, but there you go. Oh my god! Well, this next one isn't that interesting or surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the ones I found, I'm like, yeah, I fe- feel like I knew that. Um, Brian Carey, alter ego Mimi. We all know. Mm-hmm. Which, we all know that. Okay. The Emancipation of Mimi wasn't like a big album. I don't know. What does that mean? So the Emancipation of Mimi from Mariah. So then is she becoming Mimi and that's who she's going to be moving forward? Or is it like I'm getting rid of my alter ego. Here's everything she had to offer. It's all Uh wrapped up in an album. Bye-bye. Yeah. And let her go. And let her go. She's off in the wild now. Yeah. She's free. She's free to fly. Um, Good album, though. Good album, yeah. We belong together. Shake it off. It's like that. Pretty good. I mean, it was no Butterfly. Yeah. No. Um, Butterfly was the fucking shit. It was the fucking shit. My all. Honey. Honey, still to this day, is one of my favorite Mariah Carey songs. One of the best music videos of all time. Oh, my God. Featuring Puff Daddy. Not P. Diddy. Not Diddy. It was fucking Puff Daddy. Sean Puffy Combs at the time. It was so good. That video, from the coloring of it, like all the color schemes that they had Uh to like the set design to the whole arc of the story like oh yeah there's a whole story arc it it has like real life everything actors in it yeah it's so good oh my god that is um, that is like when i think of mtv fondly like when it was Mm. in its heyday they're playing that video do you know what i mean yeah yeah i'm gonna watch it after this oh my god i know well that was it was just like it was boring like that whole Alter ego. Who cares? Yeah. Mary Carey. Honestly, she doesn't have a personality. Like, she doesn't have that much of a personality. She's pretty good on Twitter these days. Is she? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'll have to check her out. I was watching. The, I, I've been going in these, like, YouTube rabbit holes just watching videos that, you know, are, like, recommended next. I've been watching a lot of um American Idol and The Voice uh, mm-hmm. videos like performance videos anyway so i was recommended a it's like stars it's like stars at their worst or something but it was like Aww. stars no it was like stars it wasn't the worst it's like stars owning the moment or whatever and they're being kind of like snarky in an interview oh <laughs> and mariah was like 85% of that video. And she was just like, I don't know who that is. When like they asked her about JLo. Do you I remember that? I don't know her. Yeah. yeah. I don't know her. And then like Andy Cohen talked to her and then was like trying to clear that up. And she's like, we don't know each other. Like she just like. She uh, just doubles. Yeah. She doubles she, down. She just says what she wants. But still she like doesn't have a personality in some true. ways. Yeah. So. 
But she's um, great. I mean, she's fucking Mariah Carey. What are you going to say? Yeah. What do you want? What do you she's want? A, she's a fucking icon. Who cares? She's fucking, oh, baby, baby, we belong together. You know what I mean? <laughs> she did that. And it's good. Yeep. And that was my whole first year in Syracuse. So That's great. It's great. Um, next... Next alter ego, which is just so embarrassing for everybody involved. <laughs> I'm like embarrassed to even say his name, Bono. <laughs> he has he had a uh, few alter egos, which I never knew about. Um, even even back when their music was good um, in the early '90s, yeah. Um, this alter ego that he created was called Mac Fisto. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know what that means. Um, what just he, like, you're making this up, dude. Why are you putting Fisto? Like, wh- yeah. like you don't, you could pick any name, any name and you're you, making it up. Yeah. And you're Mac Fisto. It's like, like with a, with a pH, not even an F. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he sounds like? The misto, which is that thing where you pour olive oil in and you pump it <laughs> and then it like sprays onto your pan. So like it's less calories It's and you don't have to buy canola oil spray. It's fucking pan spray. Oh my God. So he created a... <laughs> the, what is he? Mac Cristo? The Count of Mac Cristo? <laughs> Oh my god! I hate it. Does, it. it sounds like some artificial like diet oil food or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like the new. It's like two. It's like two thousand nine's Alestra. Yeah, Macfisto. <laughs> it's only available at McDonald's. <laughs> it's like a fish sandwich <laughs> stuffed into a burger. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's like a filet of fish sandwich, but it's not kosher because there's ham in the middle somehow. <laughs> oh, just a fistful like of a, ham. It's like a, it's like a, a, a cordon bleu. Chicken, chicken cordon bleu, but it's a fish <laughs> and ham. <laughs> it's the Big Mac Fisto. <laughs> I don't know. It's a filet uh, of fisto. <laughs> it's so gross. Oh my god! Uh, I hate it. But it's not even breaded; it's just grilled and microwaved. Now oh get out god. of here! <laughs> oh, it smells like Macfisto in here. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Uh, oh, you're going to McDonald's? Yeah. Can you get me something? Oh, what do you mean they're out of cheeseburgers? They only have McFistos left. <laughs> no, never mind. Then, man. I'd rather starve. Wait, do they have a fillet of Fisto? Oh no, no, no. Mm-mm. Oh, wait, wait, it has a beef bun? How? I don't want that. It's like, you know how KFC made that sandwich with the two? They make it from two fish, filet of fishes, and then put beef in the middle. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the two filet of fish patties, but then the inside of it is a fucking quarter pounder with cheese. That's a McFisto. Oh That's a McFisto. Oh, no, it's a filet of fist. <laughs> uh, fuck you, Bono, you idiot. We're not I even to it yet. I We're don't just... even care. Okay, keep uh, it's going. It's stupid. You keep going. No, I love it. More. Okay. Tell me more. I love it. This is my... Just, I live for this. This is the best part. Okay. Well, he had a few other ones. Uh, <laughs> but he also had uh, some alter egos called The Fly, 
Mirrorball Man and MacFisto, and then a devil with horns. Oh my oh, god! That, it, so MacFisto Mac was so what MacFisto was was a devil, a flashy devil with horns, pale pancake makeup, and a gold suit. Look at the pictures online for this. Oh my god! It is okay. so embarrassing. This made me think of that movie, My Little Monster, with Howie Mandel. <gasps> No, it's called Little Monsters. Little Monster. Little, little Monsters, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Right? Totally. Like what you're saying? Okay. So if I look up Mac Fisto. You'll see it. M-A-C-P-H-I-S-T-O. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like trying trying so hard to be like, it's like trying to be David Bowie, but not. You're you right. Know? Yeah. You're right. Also, he kind of with the pancake makeup on, it accentuates his like chin and like structure. He kind of looks like Robin Williams a little bit. Yeah, it's like a young Robin Williams. I mean, yeah, it's dumb. I don't know. Um, The fly, I don't like that. And also, I was like, isn't that the guitarist name? But then I was like, (laughs) no, that's the Edge. Okay, but I was mixing up the Edge and Flea from the Red Hot Chili (laughs) Peppers. That's rude as fuck. <laughs> Flea is cool as hell. I was like, uh, okay, it took me a while, but oh yeah, those are all bad. Those are really bad. Yeah. Uh, next, let's see. Next dump uh, alter ego. Eminem, Marshall Mathers, Slim Shady. Oh, fucking who cares? Who cares? Never Marshall- been it. Never been a fan. No, never been a stan. Uh, <laughs> that is where that comes from. Stan. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Marshall Mathers is his real name, though. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. Eminem is his rap name, and then Slim Shady is his alter ego. It's like, oh, these are yeah. all just fucking nicknames, bro. Calm down. I know. I don't know. <sighs> but the next one is so... Okay, the next one isn't This like, is real. This is real, but like... Um, and cool, and also like, I feel like doing it right. Yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga, who's always pushing boundaries. I mean... She is. Yeah. She's doing it all. She's doing the most. She had a male alter ego, which I feel like is so cool. Yeah, she did a Joe Calderon. That yeah. was her her male alter ego. But it was like part of uh her you and I oh, uh, song, song really that was like performance. Part of, yeah, she like yeah. did this whole thing. I don't know. It's like it's supposed to be one of her exes who's like kind of an abusive piece of shit oh. and like it's like kind of like this cathartic thing for her, which is like pretty pretty interesting. Um, but that's like very Bowie esque of her, I feel like. Yeah. Because for it's sure. like she like channeled all of this uh, like artistic, you know, mm-hmm. work into something and like labeled it and had this alter ego that was like part of it, and then it was like short, you know, it just like belonged to that product project. Yeah. You know, it's like, because you, I feel like you don't need an alter ego forever. At some point, Beyonce had to have gotten used to performing in front of bajillions that, of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that is different than reinventing yourself continuously and constantly. Not, not, it's like you're not ever really growing. You're just like, yeah. you can't, it, you're not, you're, there's a difference between like, that I don't know. You I, know who should no one Beyonce should have had an alter ego? Fucking lemonade. And maybe she did and she didn't I talk mean, about it. But like that was like so different from anything she's ever put out. 
And like that was that that's art though. That yeah, shit is that's what I'm saying. Art. That's when you have an alter ego. It's like Bowie. Um. Okay. This one is so stupid. And honestly, like I just found this in like a slideshow from fucking ParadeMagazine.com. So who knows if it's even like a thing? But Paul McCartney had an alter ego that he called the really. F- yeah, he called it the Fireman. Okay. And which, like. Okay, he what, he what was the like whole shtick? Okay, the only the only thing that I found out about it was that he basically there was like a whole little blurb, but I watered it down to being this. He it was his way of relieving the pressure of like being Paul McCartney. So mm-hmm. he would like talk himself up and when he'd like I guess switch into this alter ego, the fireman, he'd be like the fireman can do anything. Like so he doesn't have to be worried about like experience like just like experimenting with new songs or like feeling shitty about his writing or like he just like would switch into this persona and it would give him the confidence to like hmm. to not second guess himself uh, essentially is like how I think of it. Um, which- I, I, I like that. I mean, there I was reading about another like a way like this is like a, a psychological trick to like get yourself to like be motivated Ooh. is by pretending that you are not your like you take yourself out away from yourself and oh, you're sure. like and you it's a way to like self-talk in a positive way like if you thought oh. about yourself like if you were your your friend your friends. If you're like yeah, yeah if it's like, like when you have negative talking mm-hmm. in your head it's like your friend would never like tell say that to you yeah. Or you would never say that to a friend. So it's like right, exactly. be a friend yeah. to yourself. Like mm-hmm. why why are your self thoughts so rude when you would never say that to a friend? Yeah. Yeah. Or you could do the opposite of that where not necessarily opposite, but like say like uh be critical, like give yourself like a a, a you know, a critical dressing down sort of, but mm. like not in a bad way, but in, in a, a kind in way. A, in a in a in a in a constructive way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, I like that's that. interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like give it a name though, like the fireman. I feel like that's kind of douchey. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it's just like all these people just need therapy really hard. <laughs> well, and also it's like you're out of touch. Okay, like if you're yeah. like people aren't going around giving themselves alter egos in real life. Okay, like so, like yeah, you need therapy. You need to like be brought down a level. You might be up too high. Well, I, honestly, though, again, it goes back to this, like, being in, in the public eye constantly. True. It's a lot. True. And having too many yes men around you, like, people are, that are like, yeah, that's a good idea. Call yourself the fireman. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, like, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, come on. Yeah. Um, Hank Williams, old, old, timey country singer. Very good country artist. I love, love Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Um, he had an alter ego that he developed called Luke the Drifter, and that was because he was singing about drinking and chewing the tobacco, but he wanted to sing about Jesus, but he already had an established brand, so he uh, had to be Hank the Drifter to sing, like, more Luke like... Luke the Drifter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hank the Drifter. <laughs> <laughs> not that creative and not that far off. I think people are going to put the two together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke the Drifter. Um, and so he released, like... Uh, religious songs and just like more wholesome songs which if you listen to his music isn't that like not wholesome it's like not that salacious or anything because of the time but for the time it was <laughs> for the time it was apparently yeah. yeah um also 
I guess like just want to give a shout out to Nicki Minaj. Just want to give a shout out to Nicki Minaj uh, for her 19 alter egos because that bitch will not be outdone by anyone. Okay, no. you want to come for the queen, you best not miss. Uh, she has 19 alter egos. And honestly, these are all fucking nicknames. So like, it's yeah ridiculous. These are not alter egos. These no. are just nicknames. And you know them too. It's like Onika, Cookie, Nicole, which I think is her actual birth name, probably. Yeah. She has Point Dexter, which, excuse Maybe me. Point Dexter. Oh, not Point Dexter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Point Dexter. Barbie Bala, Nikki Teresa, Nikki the Boss, Nikki the Ninja, Rosa, Tyrone, the Harajuku Barbie, Female Wheezy. It goes on. It's like, who cares? Uh, Roman. Isn't that one of hers? Oh, is it? Yeah. That's like, she like had a whole album. Oh, yeah. R- Roman's Revenge. Oh, okay. Or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They call me Roman. Also, she like, she raps all these names at some point. Yeah. These are all nicknames. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Wait. Is her name Onika in real life? That might be her real name. Anyway, she has a lot of names. The end. Uh, oh, last one. Yeah. Prince. Uh, did you know that Prince had an alter ego? No, I did not know that. Uh, his alter ego was named Camille. Ooh. Um, so on brand with Prince. Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. So in 1986, he uh, started to artificially pitch his voice in some of his songs mm. to like sing from a female perspective. Oh. Um, and he recorded an entire album's worth of songs for what was uh, apparently it was going to be a self-titled under his alter ego, Camille. <gasps> uh, but that album never saw the light of day. And what? Um, some of them came out like gradually. One of the more As like known- singles? Yeah, I think oh, okay. so. Or like in different like compilations. One was uh, "If I Was Your Girlfriend." Oh, bitch! I fucking yeah. love that jam. It's yeah, so good. If yeah. I was your girlfriend, yeah. I'd be there for you. If somebody hurt you, even if that somebody was me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Camille. <laughs> That was his alter ego. <laughs> Pete put that on a mix CD for me in college. Aww. It was like a sexy CD, obviously, if that song was on Ooh, it. You know what I mean? Pete. I think, yeah, I think it was a V-Day mix. Valentine's Day. Hey. Hey. Wow. And I mean, there's so many more, but those are the ones that we really wanted to we looked tell at. you guys about. Um, <laughs> yeah. Those we were really... the ones in the listicle I read, so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Come on. Yeah, what do you want? Fucking, we're busy. <laughs> no. Busy busy with nothing. <laughs> no, we're busy. We're busy. Yeah. I got a fucking toddler, man. Yeah. That shit is all day, every day. <sighs> and I have never cooked and done more fucking dishes in my life. It's getting oh to be obscene. It's annoying. <laughs> also, I had to crush The Outsider on HBO this week, so. Is it good? No. Oh. <laughs> it's one of those shows, you know, earlier how you said The Count of Monte Cristo should be um, like a miniseries. This is a miniseries and it should have been a movie. Ah. Uh, Trim the fat. You know what I mean? Like there's so many episodes where nothing happens. There's like five episodes and then it all just goes like so fast at the end and you're like, oh, that's it. Like I invested so much time. Ugh. I was really annoyed. I wouldn't bother watching it. Although the acting is very good in it. So I mean, that's it the always plus. Is. Yeah, that's the plus. Um, 
Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend of the pod. Thank you for, you know, hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Traveling down the road and back again. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, follow us on social media. Oh, yeah. At DTFU Podcast on all the platforms. Check out our website, dtfupodcast.com. Check out our Patreon. We have posted some free content for this month and we'll be doing it again. Well, wait, for last month and we'll be doing it again for this month, April. It's yeah. free. It's hashtag quarantine content. It's because, you know, maybe you need to fill some time and we got you. Yeah. So. And it's patreon.com slash podcast. It's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash DTFU podcast. Um, That's it. Check that out. And uh, hey, be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Uh, And your alter ego, I guess. Yeah. If you have one. Oh, my God. And all the people in essential um, businesses and uh, people who who you come across out in the world. Just like be good to everybody. Be kind. Mm -hmm. Stay stay your distance, you know, all the stuff. Yeah, don't breathe on anybody and uh, wear a mask and uh, wash your hands. Bye-bye. Stay hydrated. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, stop. All right, bye. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. 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 (laughs) Bye-bye.